Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents, where an entitled woman mocks a child with a disability. Our next Reddit post is from X Jane Doe. So I'm a type 1 diabetic and this morning I went out for a bike ride. Since I'm diabetic, I always bring snacks with me in case I get low or get hungry. I bring a juice box, a few glucose tablets, two fruit chew bars, and two granola bars. Just enough for me to be able to correct my blood sugar twice and have a small snack. As I was biking home, I passed someone sitting on the ground who looked like they were kind of distressed, so I pulled over to ask if they were okay. The guy was a little younger than me, and he told me that he was a diabetic and he showed me his medical alert necklace. He explained that his blood sugar had gotten low while he was biking, but he forgot to refill the snacks in his bags when he left, so he was trying to figure out what to do. I offered him my snacks and to sit with him while we waited for his blood sugar levels to go back up, explaining that I was a diabetic too. After I sat down with him and gave him my tablets, a woman came over and asked for my juice box for her daughter. I explained that I was giving him what I had because he was a diabetic and he had low blood sugar and I needed the rest to ensure that I could get home safe. She started to tell me that she and her daughter had been biking for a few hours and she was hungry and she just wanted my juice box and granola bar. I asked if her daughter was diabetic and she said no, so I apologized and again explained nicely that I need those for myself. Then the conversation went as follows. So why'd you give him some? Because he's a diabetic and his blood sugar is very low. For reference, your blood sugar is supposed to be between 4 and 8 and his was 2.3. Do you know him? No, but as a diabetic, I know how dangerous low blood sugar can be, and if I was in his position, I'd hope a fellow diabetic would try to help me. So you don't know him? The conversation just continued like that. Her asking why I cared if I didn't know him, and me giving the same explanation. Until the guy rechecked his blood sugar and it was back up to 3.5. This was still a little too low for both of us to feel comfortable, so I grabbed my juice box to give it to him, and this is when the entitled mother tried to grab it out of my hand, saying that if his blood sugar was still low, I should just call him an ambulance, and then I could give my snacks to her and her daughter. At this point, I was honestly kind of pissed, and I told her to F off. And that, as a mom, she should have thought to brought snacks for her daughter and not rely on strangers. She went red in the face, called me a b-word, and stormed back to her daughter. The guy's blood sugar level went back up and we parted ways. As I started to bike away, I heard the mom shout after me, calling me a b-word again. This lady is so weird if she's gonna be like, why would you give him your stuff when you don't even know him? You could just be like, well, I don't know you, so why should I give you my stuff? Our next Reddit post is from Loud Canadian. So it's a nice day out, and I decide to give my spouse some much-needed mommy-only time, so I take my little girl out for a stroll. Almost immediately she falls asleep, which is alright considering it was about nap time anyways. Cue the drama. A young girl, probably about 6 or 7 years old, comes up to me in the stroller, which is shut so my little girl can sleep without getting sun in her eyes. The little girl says, Oh my gosh, can I see the baby? Sorry kiddo, she's having a nap. If you want, you guys can meet me in the park in a little bit when I'm all done with my walk. Then you can say hi. The little girl sounded disappointed when I said sorry, but she perked up when I said park. Then the demon arrived. Let my kids see the baby, please. Sorry, you must not have heard me. She's having a nap right now, but on my way back, you guys can meet me at the park and say hi. Ugh, we don't have time for this. Just let her see the baby now. She reached for the top part of the stroller when dad reflexes kick in and I smack her hand. The commotion causes my daughter to wake up and get fussy. 
If you do that again, so help me God, you'll have broken bones. You hear me? You're threatening me. I'm going to call the cops. It's not a threat. It's a promise. You touch my daughter and I will bury you. You're a butthole. She just wanted to see the baby. F you. The entitled mother leaves. I storm off, cool down, and go get a chai. My god, I honestly don't know what she was thinking. I even offered to let them see her in half an hour. Some people. As a new father, I can confirm. Don't come up to a baby in a stroller and just start touching things, especially coming off a pandemic. Are you trying to get into a fight? Because that's how you get into a fight. Our next Reddit post is from Hat. I was living in Burton-on-Trent, England when this happened around August 2007. I was shopping in the main shopping center with my daughter. We were having a fabulous time when my alarm goes off to feed her. Important information about my daughter. When I was pregnant with her, it wasn't certain if she would survive birth due to complications in the womb. Her most obvious things now are her cleft lip and her palate as well as the tube that helps her eat. Well, back to the story. I found a quiet bench that was out of the way but not hidden. I sat down with my daughter who was three months old. I started prepping the things I needed to feed her. While I am sitting there, this entitled B-word, who I assume is with her daughter and granddaughter, sits down at the other end of the bench. I nod hello and carry on feeding my daughter. While I am feeding my daughter, the young child notices what I am doing and asks me questions. So I explain to her that my daughter was born sick and that she eats in a different way. The girl goes up to her mom and says, Is that how you fed me, mommy? The mom said no, but that some babies and people need it. This is when that entitled woman stood up, came over to me and my daughter, and said, How dare you! This is disgusting! They left this disfigured thing with a junkie. Her shouting scared the little girl, and I felt sorry for her. But most of all, I felt angry tears well up in my eyes. Excuse me? Did I just hear you right? This absolute waste of oxygen then goes on a rant about how I'm trying to encourage drugs and that I shouldn't have syringes. She got so worked up and shouted so much that a cashier, my absolute hero, came out. She took one look at me, who was crying, and called security. Meanwhile, the girl and her mom had left, and this entitled grandmother calmed down enough to notice, and she accused my daughter of scaring them away. This entitled B-word tried to say this whole thing was my fault. That drug addicts shouldn't be allowed out, especially with disfigured R-words. To this day, I honestly can't even type that word out because it makes me sick. She said that I tried to shoot up in front of them. She carried on so much that the security guards actually banned her from the shopping center. While the security guards were dealing with her, the cashier came out and sat with me while I broke down some more. I didn't understand, and I still don't how people could judge like that. I'm so glad that my daughter was too young to understand. OP, that was a disgusting woman. And how does she get off telling you that you shouldn't be allowed outside of the house? Like, what about you, lady? Is the world really better off with you in it? Are you improving society? Are you making the world a better place? Are you productive or useful in any way? Or do you just go around harassing people with disabled children? Our next Reddit post is from Pokemon. This happened a few years ago, back when Corona was just a beer. My son was in his first year of preschool, and almost on a daily basis I volunteered in his classroom. My great aunt happened to be my son's teacher. She's part of what inspired me to become a teacher myself. On this particular day, it was very cold outside, and we were in the middle of flu season. This one kid came in, and in a sea of children, it wasn't immediately obvious that he was sick. 
It was only after his mother had left and the boy was sitting at the table for breakfast that we could tell that he was not feeling well. I'll call him Nice Kid because he really was a sweet little boy. Nice Kid looked pale and had a runny nose. I went over to him and said hi. Hey Nice Kid, how are you? Did you enjoy the snow day yesterday? Yeah. You feeling okay bud? Not really. I placed my hands on his forehead and the poor boy was on fire. I immediately alerted the teacher. Teacher, I think that nice kid is sick. He's very hot. The teacher came over with a handheld thermometer they kept in the medical cabinet and took his temperature. It came out to 102 degrees Fahrenheit, or 38.8 degrees Celsius. This kid didn't have a nurse on site, so we took nice kid to a small lobby. I gave him a cup of water to sip on while the teacher called his mom. The teacher said, Hello, Mrs. Entitled Parent? This is nice kid's teacher from school. I need you to return my call as soon as possible. Your son has a fever of 102 degrees and he can't be at school when he's sick. Please call me back at this number. The teacher came back into the lobby and checked the kid's temperature again. It was still 102 degrees Fahrenheit. Since there was another teacher in the classroom, this teacher and I stayed with Nice Kid. I kept trying to cheer him up and make him more comfortable while the teacher kept trying to call his mother. Finally, after about 30 minutes of trying to get a hold of his mother, the teacher got through. According to the teacher, this is the conversation that went down. Miss Entitled Mother, I'm glad that you picked up. Your son is sick. He's got a fever of 102 degrees Fahrenheit. We need you to come pick him up. Yeah, I know he's sick, but I don't have anyone to watch him. And I'm already 45 minutes away. I'm late for my lunch date. I understand you had plans, but I think your son is a little more important. If you knew he was sick, then he never should have come to school. I'm sorry, but you need to come pick him up. He's gonna have to wait until I'm back in town. I'm gonna be a few hours. Just let him nap on the cot. He'll be fine. Entitled mother, I think that we have a misunderstanding. You need to pick him up now. He can't be here. Like I said, I'll pick him up when I'm back in town. Good day. The entitled mother hangs up and the teacher tries several times to call her back with no answer. After another 30 minutes, the kid's temperature has jumped to 103 degrees Fahrenheit and he's acting very lethargic. At this point, the teacher and her supervisor decide to call an ambulance. Within 10 minutes, the kid is loaded into an ambulance and on his way to the local hospital. After this, I took my son home and we stayed home for a few days just to ensure that we didn't have whatever nice kid had. The teacher wasn't allowed to tell me what happened to Entitled Mother after this, but I do know that Child Protective Services got involved and that Nice Kid did recover. From that day on, Nice Kid's grandparents were the ones to drop him off and pick him up from daycare. I haven't seen the Entitled Mother since. Down in the comments, we have this story from Marjeek. I used to be a school secretary, and one day I called a parent because his kid had a fever of 101. I got the father on the phone who said, he relapsed because he stayed up all night playing video games. So he can just stay there where he belongs. I said, sir, your son can't stay in school with a fever over 100. If someone doesn't come pick him up, we'll consider it child abandonment and contact Child Protective Services. The dad picked the kid up. Our next Reddit post is from Frustrated Panda. I have a skin condition, and in the 15 years or so of me having that condition, a lot of people have given me flack because of it. My boyfriend's mother, though, really takes the cake. This woman has called me names and made me feel like garbage, and she's never going to stop. My skin condition is called vitiligo. If you don't know, it's when white patches appear on your skin. The most common places are hands, joints, face, and sometimes hair. 
In the past, I absolutely hated myself for it, but now I'm happy with it. Another thing my boyfriend's mom gave me flack about is my family. My mom and her side of the family are immigrants to this country. My boyfriend's entitled mother thinks that we came here to steal their jobs. No, entitled mother, we didn't come here to steal your jobs or blow you up. We came here to save our lives because we were fleeing the Yugoslav wars. I've been with my boyfriend Tom for close to seven years. Tom is one of the few people who didn't trash me for how I look, and he supports me, even though his entitled mom was awful to me since day one. We've been together for about three years, and we're happy together. Honestly, my parents wanted me to end the relationship when they found out what my boyfriend's mother thinks about me, but now they're being supportive. In the past few months, my boyfriend's entitled mother got vitiligo herself, and similar to me when I first got it, she feels horrible about it. Good, now she knows what it's like, even though she only has it on a fraction of her body, unlike me. I want for hers to spread, at least to her face and hair like mine has. I know it sounds bad, but I really mean it. Yesterday, Tom was away doing something on his family's farm. I was with my siblings in my front yard when the gate opened. At first I thought that Tom was done early, but instead of Tom, his entitled mother appeared. Great, Tom forgot to lock the gate. I told all my siblings to go inside. Where is Tom? I have to talk to him. He's not here, so you should just leave. Anyway, I went to. Well, I don't give an F, and I don't want to hear what you have to say either, so leave. I still can't believe that he's with someone like you. And I still can't believe that you act like this. Don't you have anything better to do? Oh right, you don't. No, I want you two to realize that you're making a big mistake. Neither of you should make a commitment so early, and he deserves better than some ugly, disrespectful B-word. You're doing my job for me now? You're basically insulting yourself. I don't care. It's your fault that I had this condition. Now you have the audacity to shove it in my face. I led that entitled mother back out the gate, and then I slammed the gate in her face, and it was an amazing feeling. She then insulted me some more. I called Tom and told him about what happened, and he said that he'd be there immediately. When Tom came back, his entitled mother was still there. They argued for a while, and then his entitled mother left. According to Tom, she accused me of hitting her, which is BS. And then he said that everything was recorded by a camera, and he threatened to call the cops on her. So far, nothing more has happened, but I expect her to show up again. Okay, can I just say that someone getting the exact same skin condition that they mocked someone else for having is sweet, sweet karmic justice. I feel like the universe is laughing at this entitled mother. Our next Reddit post is from Cadence. My uncle was a late unplanned baby, so he and I are fairly close in age. Out of everyone in the family, he and I have the closest relationship. Especially now that I'm an adult and I have more control over how often I can see him. He has an illness that prevents him from working, so he's been stuck living with my grandparents, his parents, his entire life. They're abusive, manipulative buttholes, and they have been for as long as anyone can remember. Because of this, to say that my uncle doesn't care for them is putting it lightly. Last year, he was finally able to move out on his own, and he went no contact with his parents and never looked back. I couldn't be more proud of him for how well he's doing. And it's obvious that his mental health is improving with the distance from his abusers. This afternoon, my grandparents called me and sounded very worried. With shaking voices, they said there was a problem and they had to talk to my uncle, but he wouldn't answer their calls. 
They asked me to call him with them on the line because they knew that he would answer for me. Essentially, they wanted my help to stomp all over his boundaries. I told them I wouldn't be doing that, but that I could pass on the message for them. They wouldn't tell me the problem, so I just sent my uncle a text saying that his parents wanted to talk to him about something important and they seemed really worried. It turns out that it was all a ploy. He ended up calling them, and there wasn't actually an issue at all, just a minor update they wanted him to know about. They wanted me to break his trust and ruin our relationship so they could more easily disrespect him. I know this isn't a very exciting story, but I'm pissed and I wanted to vent about it, and this seemed like an appropriate place to do so. OP, I see no reason to apologize. Your grandparents sound awful. I mean, you're not wrong. They really did want to destroy your relationship with your uncle just so they could, what, hear his voice or something? They were super disrespectful of both you and your uncle. That was our slash entitled parents, and if you like this content, check out my Patreon where I publish extra episodes. Also, be sure to follow this podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.